Welcome to the desert of the real. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. Good morning and welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. Tom Richardson, your host, January the 3rd, 2022. Are you ready? Realize that liars do not fear the truth if there are enough liars. That the devil is just one man with a plan, but evil. True evil is a collaboration of men. There you have it. As we enter the new year, 2022, we already talked about it the other in the in my uh, it was a New Year's Eve or New Year's Day podcast. I didn't get around to an Eve, but uh, anyway, doesn't make any difference. We're we're on a precipice of many things, and we'll go over a few of those things here in a moment. They are rather concerning in some regards, and just things to keep as we as Christians and those out there that aren't pleased consider Christ. It's a very important, most important thing you'll ever do in your life is to become a follower of Jesus. And not overstate that. Let me do a little recap and just throw something out there. Are you staying on your five pages a day that'll finish the Bible in a year. Five pages a day. That's all it takes. And in most Bibles. Now you can sit down and calculate if you have a smaller Bible. It might take a few more. I don't know. Uh, mine, mine's one that I use big print and I can't hardly see it anymore. Oh, getting old. You know, uh, there's, there's a, a big push these days. Test, 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 test for COVID. Everybody's got to be tested. You can't come to the Christmas party, which is over, by the way, now. But you can't, you know, participate in anything without being tested. Uh, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna come, folks. Maybe not in the little country churches that are scattered around the the uh, countryside, but those biggins, they're gonna be testing you at the door with these rapid tests. Uh, sometimes I think they're saying rabbit tests, but you know, uh, they don't work. And yet, you know, you'll have the uh, talking head doctors. Uh, one guy I, I like, he shows up on Fox all the time. His name's Siegel, but he also has some things about him. I don't like, 
he's not telling the entire truth all the time. Um, he won't be on this show. I guarantee you. I'm not high up enough for the likes of a guy who's from the Langone Medical Center. And you do a little research on Langone. There is something there, and maybe I'll do it. I don't know. I say I might. I might. I say maybe I'll do a lot of things, and then I get sidetracked by something else. But uh, I think that we need to re- start thinking about different kinds of tests. You know, first of all, I think there should have been a serious battery of co- of, of uh, cognitive tests for the current resident of the White House. Just throwing that out there. But maybe in 2022, we can start some different tests, you know, like testing kids in math and science and history instead of their COVID positivity, positivity, sorry, their COVID positivity. Math and science, that's kind of, you know, history. You know, English might be good too. I mean, we have lost the ability for kids to write cursive writing. I don't, I don't use it very often either. But I'm not trying to impress anybody. But, you know, kids should be taught cursive writing. They can't read it. You throw them a copy of the Declaration of Independence as it was written in the old days. They, they look at it like, what? Maybe we should pay attention to our own personal health and not worry about our fellow humans. It's called personal accountability. If you don't feel well, stay home. And that doesn't mean scratchy throat. Oh, I, you know, if I did, if that was my case, I'd never get out of the house. Don't be, don't, don't get, people are so crazy anymore uh this doesn't really mean you know uh be reckless just don't spaz out when somebody you know pulls down their mask or you know that there are people that look you get on an airplane which i won't uh but you get on an airplane and you need to breathe you pull it down over your nose and there's going to be somebody who's going to jump on you probably some former washed up actress from Baywatch who wasn't even one of the main characters who's going to jump all over you and say you need to pull your mask up give me a break some people will do anything to get themselves known even get arrested and taken off of an aircraft we need to uh Realize that every cough and every sneeze does not mean you are contagious. Now, it could. I mean, you know, but some of us just have natural coughs. Some of us have, uh, you know, tickled noses, whatever you want to call it. Now, I have come here recently. I I, I watched a, a, a guy or listened to, I can't remember, but regardless, he was a doctor, and he was telling about how we can go through certain things. And I, I've, I've relayed a lot of this to you over the months of things we can do and the things that we should be doing on a regular basis. And the things you know that we should be doing are, are vitamin C, vitamin D, 3, zinc. And if you can't get 
hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, use quercetin to help that zinc and vitamin C penetrate your cells better, absorb better. They, they have a tendency to fail in the absorption category, so they need a little bit of help from things like quercetin. And, you know, I, th- I guess hydroxy and ivermectin both help uh, from the Dr. Zelenko protocol. Now, if you don't know who he is, his name is Dr. Zeb Zelenko, a very well-known guy in immunology and, and treatments of such, who's pushed those two, you know, radical pills that have been around for 60 years, ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine, and become a pariah in the medical uh, circles. You know, that's just horrible. And, you you know, um, December 30th or 31st, Dr. Robert Malone did a three-hour three-hour sit-down communique interview with Joe Rogan. And quite possibly, I haven't got a chance to listen to it all. My Spotify has been very spotty in staying up with me. I found another place where I could download it to my iPod and listen to it relatively without any problem. It 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 just kept lagging, you know. I, I don't know. The Internet's not as good this year yet as it should be but uh there what i did hear he was very on point he he brought some things out like the fact that uh the reuters association is intermingled with big pharma now how's that happen and yet what do they all want to push you to have a shot don't they they want you to get another shot two or three weeks later and then you know Six months down the road, get another shot. And then, oh, well, we're just going to bump it up to where you're getting a shot for this COVID thing every 90 days. And, what you know, as time draws nearer and nearer and things get quicker and quicker in the way they happen, it'll be 45 days and it'll be 30 days. And we getting every month, you'll be getting a shot just to keep you from catching the COVID, which you still catch. Trust me. The basis of the coronavirus, the basis down at the bottom, even though it's been monkeyed with by these goons, is a common cold that has been with us probably, I don't know, four or 5,000 years. I don't know that our patriarchs before Noah actually caught the common cold. They were very resilient people. And God kept them very healthy, even though they died because of the fall of man. You look at the times that they lived, 900 years, 935 years, you know, on and on, 365 years. I mean, and there was a reason for that. They they were multiplying. They were producing for the planet, being fruitful. They say right now in this nation, our country, America, and uh, I thank you all who are listening, that we produce more immigrants coming across our southern border than we do actually born 
that are actually born, people who are born here in the United States. So we got more immigrants coming in than we actually have natural births. We are in trouble. I want you to think, if you know any history at all, the Roman Empire, as the Visigoths, the Goths, the uh, uh, Barbarians, the Scythians, all these guys started to, they all let them in, and, and you know they don't have to adapt to the Roman culture, maybe just little bits and pieces of it. I'm sure they enjoyed the slashing in the Colosseums, the murdering and killing. He let them in, and the next thing you know, the empire is shot. And we have an empire. The United States is an empire. I mean, whether we like it or not, we're not like other empires that were that had a tyrannical leader until now. Now we've got a Politburo, if you want to call it anything, that kowtows to uh, a guy who... I, I swear, if you look at him, you, you're like, can you take any shorter steps? Your gait is way off, G-A-I-T. That's the one thing I'll, I'll agree with with Siegel, Dr. Mark Siegel, when he says, you know, if you look at him, the way he walks, Joe Biden, there's a cognitive problem. As cognition starts to decrease, so does a man's gate the 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 way he walks the steps that he takes they become choppy and shorter we're not making fun of the man we're observing him and you can do that anywhere there's a there's a guy i listen to quite often who uh lives out in the sticks of missouri i think and he says that you know just being part of a american legion post or whatever you know, he's watched these older fellas as they get older and older, their, their, their steps become more labored and, and closer together. And then, you know, usually within a year they're gone. We don't wish that upon anyone. Okay. Just so you know, we're just stating facts that it's, there's a medical background to the way a man walks that this kind of a choppy high step thing. You watch him walk across the yard after he steps off the helicopter and it's it's really you know odd that, which brings us to the fact that we have very weak leadership now when you have weak leadership it leads to a lot of things it leads to weak everything and what do we got we've got higher gas prices which adds to the weakening of a nation because it's harder to get things and it costs more money to get things because it costs more money to get those things to you. Then, of course, there's the breakdown at the at the ports that's caused all kinds of problems. We have serious problems. Let's let's uh, let's go ahead and just look at another point that I have scribbled here. Easy there, buddy. Uh, we need to revisit the idea of America. We are a nation who fought valiantly with much loss of life 
in, in a way that we <laughs> I can't imagine fighting the way they did in the Revolutionary War. Line up and cross from each other and take a shot in the neck. You go to the rear and load up if you live and <laughs> start all over again. Uh, crazy way to fight. But they fought for freedom against tyranny. That was the entire premise of it. We're being taxed without being represented. We're being taxed today without being represented very well. Oh, they'll say, well, you, you voted for this one or that one. That doesn't mean anything when those people are not doing what the bulk of the people in their um, constituency want from them. Now, I'll give the Democrat Joe Manchin a little bit of a heads up that he stood up against a lot of these uh, crazy bills that they're trying to pass through Congress and Senate that, you know, $3 trillion spending bills and all that kind of thing. We've, we, we, uh, America, the idea of America is a freedom from tyranny and, and going to the extreme to keep it. The rights of every man to live free. Now, as long as you operate within society and you operate within the laws of society, which were pretty much laid down as laws that were, you know, common sense. You don't kill, you don't murder, you don't steal, you don't destroy. Um, you know, on and on, you don't embezzle, you don't, you know, which stealing, you know, you don't, it's goes, you know what I'm saying? You know, the thing as <laughs> Joe Biden would say, you know, the thing, but you know, it's basic commonality. I mean, we just, we know what's right to do. Those who don't know, and those who violate spend their time in the gray bar hotel. That's what they're there for. Oh, we have the most, we have the biggest uh, population of people in jail. Well, that's because we we have a pretty good sized population, and some of the other places like China and maybe Russia, you don't really get to know what's in their jails because uh, they lock people up for all kinds of things, stack them on top of each other, knock their teeth out of their head, tell them to go back to their village and not talk about Jesus. That's one of the things that will get you put in jail there. Or they do the social credit thing like they're doing, and it's happening now here, social credit scores that say, well, you, uh, you didn't get the shot or you did this on Facebook or that on Twitter, so we're going to drop you down a little bit more. And as your social credit score comes down, just like your regular credit score, you can't do anything. That's China. And I imagine Russia to a certain degree. You know, although Putin, you know, he likes to make you think that it's, you know, he's a Christian and Russia's everything. Now, I'll say this. They, they seem to have spun around backwards on a lot of things that were going on during the Iron Curtain days. But, uh, you know, things are, things are not looking all that great on that front. We'll get around to that. Uh, we, you know, we have the best system. Just saying all that. We have the best system of laws and living. You know, if we just get off these kicks that we've allowed our nation and our politicians to put us on. The uh, most wonderful Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez goes to Florida for a vacay, you know, vacay down in Miami. And she's, of course, caught 
not wearing a mask, sitting in a bar. She's from New York. Now, up in New York, she's all for everybody being masked up, not being allowed to go anywhere unless they're shot up full of experimental goo. But yet she'll travel down to Florida and hang out in Miami in a nice warm weather, no mask, drinking a martini. And then she comes back at people and says, oh, the reason the Republicans are, are always up in air over what I do is because they want to have sex with me. And I'm, I'm sorry that that is sounding so disturbing, but that's how they put it. She puts it. They, they, they want to date me and I won't, and they won't, and I won't date them, the Republicans. I, they, they want, they want to, you know, have sex with me and I won't. So they're, they're mad at me. Oh, come on. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got nothing to do with that. She, she really thinks she's something evidently. I, I don't think so. Not, not from this perspective. You know, most men these days, good men, strong Christian men, see right through a lot of things. You know, a woman may be attractive, or, you know, as a woman may say, a man may be attractive. But when they open their mouth, it can all go away. Trying to snap my finger, I ain't so good at it. <laughs> but it can all go away just in a heartbeat because what comes out of their mouth is redundant and stupid. You know, green this and you know, blah blah that and homosexuals need to have all this you know, it goes on and on. You know, Jesus said it very plain. It's not what a man puts in his mouth. You know, we've had pork and sauerkraut for the last couple of days here at the at the uh, removing confusion ranch. I love pork and sauerkraut. Doesn't always love me. And some people would say, well, you can't eat pork. You know, you're a follower of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm not a Jew, so I can. And I'm not, and that's not a disparaging comment towards our Jewish friends. It's just that, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not held to dietary laws. I probably would be better off if I didn't eat pork, but I actually like it, so I do. And Jesus made a very solemn and straightforward point to the Pharisees of his day, and he said, it's not what you put in your mouth, or if your hands aren't clean when you do it, although I I would appreciate if you washed your hands before you eat, and you will appreciate it also. But it's not what goes in to a man's mouth, it's what comes out of it that defiles him or her in this case. You know, some of the things that you hear these people say really just want to make you vomit. And then they're so narcissistic and they're so self-centered and they're so, oh, what about me? What about what they say about me? Well, you know, when somebody says something about you, that doesn't really, you know, cause a full-scale Senate hearing. And that's what these people do. You know, if if you say something they don't like, 
you're banned from Twitter. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Georgia representative from Georgia, uh, knocked off at Twitter because she, she had her own opinions about COVID-19. I don't spell it out, by the way, and say Charlie Vector one niner COVID-19, CV-19. I will say whatever I want. If they want to boot me, they can boot me. We see not enough people are listening really to catch me. The algorithm hasn't caught up. I don't care. My wife will allow me to find another platform that maybe cost money if I have to, to continue this work. And I will continue this work because a lot of what we do here is bring you Jesus. Yes, I am pontificating upon the things that are going on in the day that we live as far as you know the covid crisis the the russian crisis the everything else the chinese and all that back to america and revisiting the idea of america freedom from tyranny rights for every man knowing that we do have though flawed the best system of laws, living, and governance that there is, if we follow it and if we hold their feet to the fire. We need to know history, our history, both good and bad. We all have warts. One thing, and I, yeah, here we go. Tom's going to get on the Bible kick again. One thing I love about the Bible, every person in the Bible has what we call warts, you know, faults, except for Jesus. He was sinless, perfect. It says that about other folks like Noah. He was perfect in his generations. And you don't find a lot of bad talk about Joseph of uh, Genesis, you know, Joseph and the Pharaoh. They they don't really talk bad about Joseph. You, You can't really find a passage that makes him out to be a big sinner. But, you know, he was a man. We know that he did in one way or t'other. But, you know, that's the good thing about the Bible is our patriarchs from Abraham and Adam, well, from Adam on, but Abraham and and on up the line all made mistakes. Only Christ was mistake-proof or mistake-free or sinless. He always hit the mark. He was never tempted and taken down by temptation. He was always tempted, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sorry if I misspoke there. He was always tempted, but he never fell to it. Others did. And the what am I saying? In that book, you find everybody had a little bit of something that they could have done a little bit better. David, you know, all of them. They all dropped the ball somewhere, but Jesus never did. And that's what I'm, what I'm saying, history of America We have things we've done that we're not proud of, but we accept them and we drive on. Yes, there's statues out there of fellows to the, that were in the, uh, uh, civil war on the Confederate side. Do we tear them down because we don't like them? No, they're part of our history. They're there for a reason. They're there to remind us of a time where this nation was torn apart. What are we going to put a statue up? If, if, the, if we lasted another hundred years, what statue would we put up now? Uh, or have they already put up their statues to George Floyd? A known 
drug dealer and drug taker who died with an overdose of fentanyl in his system and yet a police officer who probably should have been suspended or fired at least is going to spend the rest of his life in prison unless they get him out through the appeal system and if they do we're back to the rioting but those are the statues that go up now or even worse the statues to satan by the Baphomet, which is a half-goat, half-man thing, you know, androgynous, if you know what that means, it's part man and part woman as well. Those things go up and those stay up. And we should be able to, as Christians, to go and say, this is a very offensive thing to me, this half-goat thing, this devil statue, and why can't I tie the... the, chain to the bumper of my nissan and pull it down and then spray paint it and break it up and all that oh i can't do that that's freedom of speech such garbage that goes on in our nation and and we allow it because we are law-abiding citizens who don't go out and rip down even the most disturbing and disgusting of statues Statues that should never be put up in a Christian nation. When people say this is a Christian nation or they pray prayers and say, for what we stand for, what does America stand for? You know, the flag still stands for freedom, right? But how much freedom do you feel like you have anymore? Or I've heard people pray that, you know, and, you know, we ask you to bless this nation and what she stands for. The Lord looks down and says, what do you stand for? You've passed laws for men and, you know, for homosexuals, people of the same sex to legally bind together in marriage. You've, you've allowed devil statues to be put up in your capital cities. You've taken down the Ten Commandments because it's offensive to somebody. The Lord can see these things, by the way, folks. He doesn't, he has eyes everywhere. We don't stand for what we stood for many years ago, in my youth, even. And even then, it was getting sketchy. You know, divorce on demand, abortion on demand. It goes on and on on demand. People want it now. We become the microwave McDonald's society that when when we want something, we want it now. We can't wait. Got to have it. And the government has gone along with it. We have to understand that Americans are not all bad, evil, just some, just some, and a lot of them that are in power. Now, there are some good people in Congress. You don't hear about them too much. There are some good people that you do hear from. Jim Jordan here from Ohio and Matt Gates. They they tried to they tried to squash him, say he was trafficking in underage girls, which became lies. Oh, but that's okay if you're a Democrat or one of the the Republicans that are on the edge. Because that's fine. You know, we just had the biggest 
a scary trial for those people in a long time when Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell went on trial and she's been found guilty. Uh, they brought the girls in who were uh, trafficked by her and Jeffrey Epstein, but yet not anything was ever brought out about who they trafficked them to. Those people need to be on trial. Those people need to be outed. Those people need to be held accountable for their part in all of this as well. Oh, boy, it must be a Monday. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. How many times have you heard that one? These guys who think they're above the law because they make the laws. Oh, well, if we don't like the law, we'll just change it real quick. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. I have this interesting little ditty that I want to play. It's only a few seconds long. Back in 1980-something. It was like 84, maybe 81. They made a movie. It was a good movie. I mean, it was interesting. It was, you know, fiction, uh, science fiction, I guess, in a, in a way. And they it was called Escape from New York. <laughs> escape from New York. I guess that's a, a lot of people are doing that today, aren't they? They're, they're trying to escape from New York. But uh, let's just play around a little bit. Have some fun. Get me off my high horse. If it plays. Okay. She's fighting me. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River, and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. It completely surrounds Manhattan Island. All bridges and waterways are mined. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped around the island. There are no guards inside the prison, only prisoners and the worlds they have made. The rules are simple. Once you go in, you don't come out. Now, I had a little glitch there at the beginning. Basically, the, the premise of the movie was we build a wall around New York City or Manhattan and all that, close the bridges and mind them so that if you try to get across, you blow up. Uh, somehow along the way, the president of the United States, his uh, Air Force One crashes there, and they send a guy in there to get him, Kirk Russell, and he calls himself Snake. Call me Snake. Call me Snake. And it's a really, you know, it's a, one of those action-packed deals, you know, and, but the, the idea here is that they turned New York City into a prison with walls and mines and all that. No guards. Now, notice how they put it, the United States Police Force. What did Candace Owens say, and I played it on this show not long back, is they're trying to federalize by defunding the local police. They're trying to federalize the police force so that we end up with a police force that acts a whole lot like the FBI, which used to be, you know, somewhat decent. And they've turned into a bunch of thugs that go out and they, they can't, 
arrest enough people by just investigating them. They have to make them or get them to do things that they probably wouldn't normally do, basically radicalizing people so that they end up committing a crime. And the FBI swoop in and say, look what we did. It failed at uh, January 6th of last year on a couple of counts, and it probably worked on a few other ones. A lot of that goes on, folks. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, now, funny thing, a few years later, they made another movie based the same deal there on Escape from New York. It was called Escape from L.A. What are the two cities that right now people are fleeing from or actually states really but new york and california people are just running like you know rats leaving the sinking ship kind of deal and i don't i don't mean that be disparaging towards those that are leaving but they're seeing things they're finally saying look we can't do anything without throwing a piece of paper or plastic on our face we have to have a shot and then have the proof of it on our phone here. Here's my vaccine passport, which will not be good enough as time goes on. Now, let's look at some things quickly before we, we depart for today. How many monologues can a guy do in one show? I guess I, I need to get a guest. I'm going to get my buddy Mike on here with me again. Uh, anyway, we are a nation on the edge of many precipices precipices that's a that's a cliff that you're ready to fall over uh one guy said we're we're already like wily e. coyote and the old but uh what, what was it the uh, roadrunner the uh, roadrunner cartoons where you know he'd run off the cliff and he'd have a little sign that says the end Pew! he'd fall to his death or well he never died and an anvil would land on his head don't look down is the idea there. As long as he's looking around up here, he's up. But as soon as he looked down, he was done. We're at that point because of the leadership that we have. We're at the don't look down, folks. The ground has disappeared from under your feet. Bad leadership. Weak leadership weakens everything. We're on a precipice of a war with Russia with this Ukrainian deal. You know, there's a lot of back talk and back talk and back talk, back and talk, back and talk. You know, everybody's talking and, you know, while, while Biden's talking, Putin's saying, as long as I got him talking, don't look at this hand over here because that's the one that's going to crush you when it gets a chance. Vladimir Putin has been in the intelligence community for what 40 years probably he is a former kgb guy and probably with the other thing is the uh fsr i think it is that the russians have they're like the cia these guys they, they look and they like to say once you're in you're never out you know you don't uh you don't quit the KGB. I don't think he has. 
but you know, he's putting on a good face and he knows how to play these lunatics that we have. Oh yeah. I'm going along with you. Then he's not. We're on a precipice of a war with China as they encroach their way onto Taiwan. We're a, we're already at war with each other. The vaxxed against the unvaxxed. You can't come to the Christmas party. You can't come to the New Year's Eve party. Your birthday, oh, yeah, we can't come to that because you didn't get vaccinated. You can't come to ours because you didn't. And June's going to roll around. It's probably going to be worse. That's six months from now. And then people decide to get married. Well, send a gift, but don't come. Uh, Guess what? You ain't getting either. Oh, we go to a wedding anyway long boring i mean my own was fun others it's just like watching paint dry somewhere get the wedding over with so we can go dance and have some food back in the day i'd say get a few drinks but i don't do that anymore we have a supply chain debacle that still goes on. Yes, things might be loosening up just a little bit, but it still goes on, folks. There are empty shelves. I'm telling you, when a store creates empty space, they're losing money in that empty space. That's a, that's that's. Ask anybody that's even worked in retail. No, I haven't, but I I know stuff. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi will say, I know a lot of things, <laughs> but you, it makes sense. Does it not? If you have an empty, I mean, huge empty spot there, the size of this room I'm sitting in, which is a decent size room, you know, but if you get this big empty spot where you could have something, but you don't, that's an empty spot that doesn't make you any money. It's like going into a church and all the pews are empty. Those pews don't contribute to the furtherings of the, of the gospel. They don't put money in the plate. I'm sorry to put it that way. They can't sing the songs. They can't sit there and absorb the gospel and take it out to the streets. Empty is a loser, unless it's hell. We'd like to have an empty hell, but I'm afraid it is not because the Bible tells it tells us that hell hath enlarged herself herself i'm I'm lifting my words (sighs) we're still trying to figure out why our president needs a fake white house to work from why is that i was watching him the other day he's sitting in that fake white house the oval office you can tell because outside the window always looks the same why is this happening? You know, they can do wonderful video stuff. You don't need a sound stage right in the Oval Office. That Every president that has been in the video era sits at the resolute desk, as they calls it, as they calls it, as they call it, and gives his message, whatever it may be, or they walk out to the Rose Garden when it's nice and they do it out there and they'll get the guys out there listening and whatnot and maybe ask a question at the end. This character's got a fake sound stage made up where he got his vaccine, which, by the way, I heard Dr. 
Robert Malone talking about uh, aspiration of the vaccine. That's where they put the pin in you, the needle in you, draw back just a little bit to see if some blood comes out. They don't want blood, evidently, because that means they're in a vessel of some sort, maybe an artery even, but they just want to inject this thing into you, under your skin. So they bring the, the needle plunger out just a hair, and if it comes back clear, then they pop it into you. That's what I understand. Aspirating. When Biden got his, it was like, bleep, bleep. <laughs> right in you. Yeah, okay, well, that's because saline solution usually won't kill you, but it might make your salt content go up a hair. These guys are not getting shots, I don't think, unless they want to take them out. The power party is going to double down here, I think, in this 2022. That's not all good news today. But I believe the power party, being the Democratic Party, along with their several independent friends, are going to double down on trying to crush anybody on the Republican side and try to maintain power through the uh, midterm elections in November. Now, I know people are putting a lot of stress and a lot of thought process into these midterm elections. Folks, we are in January. It's January the 3rd. We won't see that election time come until November. I'm not really sure what the date of it it will be. I don't have a up-to-date calendar in the, in the house here yet in the in my studio uh but let's just think about that that's 11 months away look at the damage that this doofus did in the 10 months just go from january 20 january 20 2021 up to yeah just go to november where we had an election which you know was good because we saw some republicans take power in different governor uh governor races but the thing of it is is folks listen to me that's a long ways off if we don't find a way to block all the crazy stuff that they can do between now and then they're going to continue to do it they're going to ramp it up it's like Say, stick it in high gear and let's go because if we don't get it done we're we might get knocked out before uh, when when november comes so they're going to have to have everything trashed before that happens i know i had a pretty good rate you know we got uh 1.7 million i think it was uh interdictions at the border this last year 1.7 million that's the ones that they worked with talked to came in contact with the border patrol did that doesn't count the ones that actually got on through the holes goodness gracious and they haven't done anything with that by the way the border is one of those big deals that we look at you know we talk all that and there's i don't but there's a lot of folks that talk heavily about you know the great work that mike lindell of the pillow guy has done with you know proving fraud in the last presidential election but to no no avail i mean really what's it done they're still going to use those machines in the Democrat states. They're still going to fake stuff so that they can have mail-in ballots. They're, they're dirty, folks. They're dirty. It's satanic. We need to have our real thinkers. This is something that I've, I've used a lot, and uh, 
Dr. Sherry Tenpenny says it as well. She's got a podcast, I think, that's actually called Critical Thinking. And you all that have listened to me know that I'm not stealing anything from anybody, but we need critical thinkers. We don't need critical people, supposedly, at this point. We do need to be critical about a lot of things, but we need to be critical thinkers. We don't be able to sit down and really parse things out. Don't take it face value. When somebody says, well, I'm glad I got the vaccine because I got COVID and it would have been worse if I didn't. How do you know? Do you know anybody that's been double shot up or triple shot up and then they still got sick with the supposed COVID-19 coronavirus? And then they say something like that. Oh, I'm glad I got it because I'll tell you, all all them unvaccinated people, they're in a hospital. I know some folks that never saw the inside of a hospital when they caught the virus that's been going around. And I know a few friends of mine that have. I've had some that we've lost. We've talked about that before. But I've got a, a real good friend of mine, a personal friend who went through the whole into the hospital, got the different drugs and out. He didn't get the ones that you need, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <sighs> we need to be able to peacefully create civil disobedience. I mean, that's simple, peaceful stuff. I ain't wearing your mask. You can't come in the store then. See ya. I'll find one that will, Mr. Walmart. But see, not enough people will stand up against the tyranny, and the tyranny's on all kinds of fronts. Uh, like I said at the top of the show, Robert Malone did the Joe Rogan show, and he did three hours, and I haven't listened to all of it, but I'm going to because I really like Robert Malone to begin with. Joe Rogan might grow on me. I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, he's kind of a. He's kind of you know. He's he's coming to our side, but only because they're ripping on him. Um, How long is it going to be before the FBI is put into action to uh, come after us that are not less thinkers? They're they're going to come out and and try to take us down. Who are they going to use? They're going to use, they're they're going to roust up or gin up or whatever you want to call it. Those who are, of lesser thinking capacity there, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be demeaning about anybody, but there are people out there, you know, and it doesn't take much to get some of them wound up to say, uh Oh, these unvaccinated people are causing us all kinds of trouble and we need to extricate them from society. We got to keep them out of the clubhouse. We got to keep them out of the church house. We got to keep them out of the schoolhouse. We got to keep them out of the shopping center. We got to keep them from being able to work because I don't feel safe going to work with these unvaccinated hordes, these unwashed. How are we going to get those people to start thinking right? Okay. That's really what civil, peaceful, civil disobedience. Are we going to have to walk into streets as they did in the 1960s for the civil rights movement? When are, when are we going to decide that we as the unvaccinated are part of the uh, minority? Or are we? 
I'm going to tell you something. We need to be constantly, you need to constantly stay peacefully one step ahead of them. Now, what does that mean? That means we're not taking, we're not trying to, I, I don't advocate violence because, and I don't advocate uh, destruction. Revelation chapter 9 pretty much lines that out who the destroyer is. It's a demon or it's Satan, one of the two or both. We are not Satanists. We are not demonists, demoniacs, or whatever you want to call it. We are not people who want to go out and rip things apart. I did say tear down those statues of the devil, but that's just that's just a common sense thing. Those things need to go. We need to really just be in constant and total prayer about what these people are trying to do to our nation, to our uh, way of thinking, our way of life. They don't care about us. They care about power. And are we going to just sit back and let them pull our strings? No, we're not. But we'll find a way through our vote and through our feet to do what's right. As we face all these things, there's one thing you can keep in mind and keep in your heart is that Jesus Christ is our king that God is on the throne he sees all this stuff and we are not going to be taken under by it because we we've overcome we've all overcome We're not gonna We're not gonna fall for their junk. Stay on top of it, folks. Like I say, stay one step ahead. Cause I'm telling you right now. There's a satanic agenda afoot. And they will do everything they can to take us down. But Satan's already lost. And we are the winners. Have a great day, January the 3rd. 2022, Tom Richardson. We have no master of puppets here. We deny that. I just thought that was kind of fun to throw that in there. Anyway, folks, Have a great day. Have a great year. Until the next time, which will be soon, I'm sure. This is Tom Richardson. Always looking, always seeking, always studying to bring you the best, the straightest, and the least confusing 
of the things that are going on in the world around you. Have a great day, and God bless you.